0: Naming your massage biz is one of those things that I see often slow people down. They take so much time trying to come up with the perfect name that they stall out on making progress in other areas of their business. It makes sense. It's hard to purchase a domain or make business cards when you are still unsure of your name. If this describes you, I want you to commit to something. I want you to commit to working the steps Becca and I are going to share today,
1: Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22-plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs, providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hardworking, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode.
0: And pick a name. Deal? Becca, did you have a hard time picking a name for your massage biz? Uh, uh.
1: Not really, but I probably should have maybe utilized some of the steps that we're going to be discussing today.
0: (laughs) Possibly, but you know, I like your name.
1: Yeah, I like my name too. Yeah.
0: I think sometimes we get so stuck in paralysis analysis. We are so afraid to botch up our name that we freeze. But something I want to share before we dive too far into the steps is that you can always go back and change your name. Even if you already have set up an LLC or a sole proprietorship under a different name, you can always go back and file for a DBA, a doing business as. You can file as many DBAs as you like. So if you change your name a few times, no problem. You can still operate underneath that same umbrella. Now, is this a strategy I would suggest using frequently? Not really, but it does at least give you some peace of mind and freedom in case you do want to change your name after you've set everything up. Another thing to keep in mind is the same is true for websites. If you build a website using a name you turn out hating, you can purchase a new domain and direct your content to the old domain. This would mean you wouldn't have to start a website from scratch and anyone who knew you under your original name could still be directed to your website. Again, I think it is better to pick a name and stick with it I feel like waffling back and forth ultimately will drive you nuts and slow you down. But knowing that you can use a DBA and a website redirect might be the push you ultimately need to commit to something. So my first step when choosing a name is to set a drop dead date, a date that you promise yourself you will have your name decided on by. This gives you the freedom to play as much as you want between now and that date, and then you can move forward with other elements of your business. Maybe you give yourself a week, or maybe a month. It really depends on how quickly you want to launch your business. But set a date. Write out the sentence, I will have my business name decided by X date, and display it somewhere that you see it frequently. I am such a sucker for this strategy. I have notes all over my house with dates of when things are to occur or be decided by. And while it is counterproductive for my current decluttering mission, it does help me accomplish a lot more and move forward in ways that I otherwise might stall out. My second step is to brainstorm. Take pen to paper and list out all of the possible names you can think of. Remember the golden rule of brainstorming. At this stage in the process, no idea is a bad idea. Write down anything that comes into your head. Treat this brainstorming process with respect. Set aside everything else you are working on to really focus. Turn off the TV. Turn down the music. I know I have a tendency to start jamming out way too loud when I'm trying to brainstorm ideas, so I usually have to turn the music off completely. This helps me to have a more present mind. Get out that pen and paper and write down every single name that comes to your brain. Don't stop until you have like two to three pages of potential names.
1: I love this process, Allie. I personally have a hard time with sitting down and being still, <laughs> so and being inside. So what I usually do, um, my brainstorming process, especially when I'm trying to work out something um, or to spark some creativity, is I get outside for a hike, a run walk with my fur baby, whatever. But outside helps me, that fresh air helps me clear my mind. I set the intention that this is what I'm puzzling over. This is the creative energy that I'm starting to want to cultivate in whatever path. And that I'd like to come to some resolution during my said adventure outside. I make sure that I do this by myself. In this case, for business names, I mean, I feel like really nothing clears my head better than fresh air and natural beauty. Anyway, as I'm using my movement therapy, I try to relax my thoughts and allow my creativity to flow. And the trick here, for me at least, is to keep that creative mental stream loosely focused uh, on my intention. So I'm not going, God, why can't I think of a name? Why can't I think of a name? I just set that intention and then I just enjoy the fresh air and the natural beauty of my environment. For me, it's usually within 20 minutes and then of of movement. And then my brain is just full of endorphins and ideas. And all that creativity just starts pumping out. I use my uh, voice recorder or my notepad on my phone to capture those ideas. And then when I get home, I listen to it and transfer it to that handy dandy notebook.
0: Becca, I'm such a huge fan of the notes section in my phone. I, as you know, I used to have bits and pieces of paper all over my house. And to be fair, I Still have a lot of those bits and pieces of paper all over my house. (laughs) But the notes section, I've I've started to really embrace this. And it's it's just such a great tool. You know, we always have our friends with us. My second tip for naming, figuring out a name for your business is to keep it simple. Now that you have this extensive list of potential names, you can start to think a little bit critically about what type of a name really resonates with you. So I'm all about play on words. However, this may not be the best strategy for naming your business. Like take my business, for example, Needing Hands. I thought it was so clever when I came up with the name. I was still in massage school and I was so excited. So I ran with it. I didn't go through much of a process to try to come up with any other name. I like had myself dialed in with it. However, over the years, there've been multiple times when people have mistaken my business for a bakery. And obviously this is not great. So, why why make it hard on your customer and just make it super obvious what it is that you're doing? Also, when you have keywords like massage and spa in the name of your business, you will rank higher for SEO when people are searching for massage in your area.
1: Oh my god, Ellie, that is pretty funny. Like I didn't realize needing hands I remember when you came up with that name and I was like oh this is so brilliant but like what massage therapist would put together that needing hands equals baked goods like
0: (laughs) I mean it's so funny because it's like years later still like I have this really established practice in the community and I mean just like a couple months ago someone was like oh I always thought you were a bakery
1: well and when you say it I'm like Oh, yeah, that yeah. makes total sense. That is, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all about simple for sure. I
1: mean, a line for me was a, a really perfect choice. Very simple one word. I'm all about the one one word name. If if y'all are wanting more suggestions on SEO, that's always a good thing to check out. But we have an episode episode 14, where we discuss how to set up your massage website for optimal SEO. So i would, I would recommend any of our listeners to go check out the episode for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. So the third step that we have is to avoid hard to spell or pronounce names. Hard to spell or cutesy spellings only make it hard for potential clients to find you. And names that are hard to pronounce, people are really going to have a hard time spelling. Number four, think about if your name is easy to remember. You want your clients to be able to remember the name of your business so they can share it with all of their friends and family. So
1: important.
0: Number five, consider your end goal. If your ultimate goal is to work only by yourself, cool. Keep that in mind. Or if you want to eventually have a multi-therapist practice, keep that in mind. Or maybe you want to start a massage franchise someday. A lot of times our end game can help dictate names that are good versus names that just won't stand the test of time. So I have a girlfriend who always intended on having a multi-practitioner practice. So from the very beginning, even when it was just her, she named her practice Steamboat Massage Group. So this gave the illusion that the practice was more than just her. It was a name that she could grow into instead of growing out of. And it was just very forward thinking. So smart. Yeah. I mean, it's just really served her well as she expands her business. Number six, avoid specific locations in your name. So there's a hair studio in my town that's called Off 7th Studio. And it's cool because it allows the clients to know where exactly to find you. However, If they ever choose to move, they would either have to change their name or risk confusing a lot of their clientele. So with the exception of the town you're in, like my girlfriend, Steamboat Massage Group, obviously that's, if you're planning on staying in the same town, that wouldn't be as much of an issue. But like specific street locations, that it limits you.
1: Yeah.
0: Number seven, do some thorough research to make sure no one else is using your name. Conduct a secretary of search. Since you may want to structure your business as a corporation or LLC, you should do a search of the Secretary of State records to make sure your name won't be confusingly similar to a business that already operates underneath a similar name. Because if it's too similar, the Secretary of State may not allow you to register it.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty simple search. In Colorado, um, I looked it up. It's sos.state.co.us, and in Idaho, it's sosbiz.idaho.gov. Super helpful um, when you're as you go through the process of you know choosing your business name. And it can be nice to do a quick search before you get your heart set on any certain name, too, um, or if you're playing with maybe some words um, in combination for a name. I also searched for my business name and business names that were close to the one I wanted to go with on all the social media outlets that I chose, like that I'm more comfortable with, just to see what was out there and what those businesses look like and what they were associated with.
0: That's a good tip back on. Number eight, search to make sure the domain is available for the names you have narrowed down.
1: I totally wish I would have done this first. Instead, I'd like I loved my business name. And then when I went to go get a domain name, it was obviously already taken. So I had to come up with a domain name that I wasn't really excited about. And what is your domain? align dot com, And it's the number four. And I really didn't want it to be that. And
0: what did you want it to be? Just a line?
1: Yeah, like really simple. But of course the line is taken, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I was like so excited that I had my business name. I was like Domain name was kind of last low on my list.
0: It wasn't something you thought about? You didn't put any like pre-planning into thinking about that? I was all
1: excited about the business name and the signage. Yeah. All about the signage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The creative stuff.
0: So number nine, we say to get feedback on your name.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is where peer groups, you know, Facebook groups can be really helpful. When I was going through my process, I definitely utilized client feedback, as well as peers and friends alike, just to see what they thought, how it landed. Um, And I took into consideration all that input. It was very helpful.
0: Well, and I think you bring up a good point too here. It's like, you solicited advice from a few different groups of people, because they're all going to have a little bit different lens and perspective at how they view a name that you're going to considering
1: exactly yeah and even with my logo and any kind of imagery like my card I really brought it to those groups and asked them what they thought about it before I actually you know bought a lot bought a bulk amount
0: I mean if I had gone and talked to bakers maybe I wouldn't have had that confusion
1: yeah or maybe you would have put a loaf on there with a happy little massage face and you needing it I don't know
0: there's so many directions I could have taken so it.
1: many directions <laughs> <laughs>
0: number 10 sit with the name for a while but not too long because remember you have that drop dead date
1: love the drop dead date
0: so good my cautionary tale the massage business mama was initially the working massage mama until one day when I was trying to gather some feedback on issues unrelated to my name it was brought to my attention that I had a bit of a problem While asking for feedback, several people informed me that they could not find my site and that instead they were being directed to pornographic sites. Oh my god. That's like (laughs) a nightmare. I know. It was absolutely the last place I wanted my audience to be sent. So after researching the issue, I decided the best course of action was to rethink my name. I don't want you to have to rethink your name. I wasn't that far into the business building process when I realized this mistake, but I was far enough in that there was some consequences, heartbreak, and the lost money.
1: Yikes, Ellie. But, I mean, we definitely don't want those types of associations ever. 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 But, on the other hand, I love the massage business mama. I love that name, and I'm so glad that that's the name that you went with. (laughs) I find that having a drop date is super important. I need personal deadlines all the time. Otherwise, I'll procrastinate forever. So, yeah, I like to tinker and agonize. And, I mean... That just helps you, you know, shit or get off the pot. Literally. Decision made. So next task, please. Moving on. Well, I love all these tips and we hope you did too. Uh, Let us know if any of these worked for you or you have any tips of your own. Happy business naming, massage therapists.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.